Hello and welcome to the Zenial Dome. My name is Gareth Quinn. And I'm Esther Sears. And this is the podcast for those born between 1977 and 1985. Or this week, it'll be people who saw there was a BBC pilot called Calamity James and went, that won't have anything to do with the Beano, will it? And then Googled and it was, and they were very excited. (laughs) Have you seen this? It's um it feels like it's gonna be a very small pool of people who who have seen it and make the connection because I don't know anything about the Beano. So I really loved the Beano when I was a kid. I still do. <laughs> I can tell by the glimmer in your eyes at the moment. But um Calamity James, who was just like an unlucky kid, was one of the characters who I think was very much if you're a Xennial, that is the era when Clamity James was like a big character in okay. the Beano. I don't know when they killed him off, but he's not in it anymore. Does uh, he actually die? No. no okay. oh, he comes damn close every week. <laughs> <laughs> but I was quite excited that it's made in association with the Beano, but in it, Clamity James is now I guess he's meant to be about nineteen and he's meeting his dad, and it's sort of like it's for adults, okay. but I really like the fact it's got the origins yeah. in the Beano. It's like if he if he was finally allowed to grow up and enter the real world. Oh. I think we should do this with all the Beano characters. There will have been... What are those films that... Okay, I'm Marvel. Not gonna, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm thinking about... There's a film when we were younger where it was a cartoon, but then it became a real-life thing, where, where a cartoon character would then step into... The real world. That's the video for Take On Me by Aha. Maybe that's what they came out. <laughs> I think the scope for the Beano is fantastic to see mm. them as adults in the real world. Because Roger the Dodger would by now be making an absolute <laughs> fortune from wire fraud or something like that. <laughs> Talking of publications that Xennials will be interested in. Um, we are about to listen to the episode of the Xennial Dome that we recorded in the McCandleth Comedy Festival. Yeah. And a little detail, because it is mentioned in the episode, beforehand I had uncovered a load of my old Q magazines and we decided, because I couldn't find a charity shop to take them, we gave them to the audience. <laughs> so when you listen to this and you're thinking, oh, everyone here sounds like they're having a lovely time, remember that they've all walked in and been given, I don't know, a magazine with the face of almost certainly Tom York on the front. <laughs> <laughs> well, I managed to nab a Kylie one. Yeah. But then lost it. Well, it's somewhere. It's somewhere. <laughs> Within the space of an hour. <laughs> we mentioned that at the start because that does get a mention in the episode, I think. The other thing we should say is at the start of our live edition, um, we always say, who here is a Zenial? And what was interesting is that most of that audience that day were more Gen X or Millennial. Yeah. There's a Gen Z in there. Yeah. Like a, a youngster in the front row. There was. He makes an appearance. You'll hear him in the episode. He learns a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but most importantly, we were joined by our fantastic guest, Ria Lina. And I, I could have talked to Ria Lina for months mm. and still not got to the bottom of Everything that I no. wanted to know. What? No. A- because every other thing we were talking about would go off on a different digression and tangent. And yeah, I, she, I have no idea. She is hilarious. Yeah. She is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. She is also fascinating. <laughs> Mastermind, university challenge, pointless. Is there a quiz she hasn't either been on as a contestant or actually been on as a member of the presenting staff? She's done it all. Please enjoy Rialina. Hello. Hi. 
this is exciting. It is exciting. Um, thank you very much for joining us. I was in town. You were. Right. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, we're not going to pretend that you came all this way for this. I came earlier for this. Did you? Yeah, oh, I did. Bless you. Got up and everything. <laughs> yes, this podcast, the first thing we tend to have to do is explain to them what the word zanil means. Oh, no, I get it. You oh, right. you so, yeah, obviously, it's sort of you're, you're blending between two generations. Yeah, right. Struggling. Yeah, is what we like right. To say. And it's better yeah. than I think it's better than X Y dome. Oh, because oh, well, millennials are technically Generation Y. Yes, and I think X Y dome is just a very different kind of show. Do you know what I mean? Like a paywall <laughs> kind of thing. It sounds very chromosomy. It, do, it does. It does sound like there's there's some uh, conception going on or something. Um, so no, I think it's a great name. I'm already thinking you moved to the Netherlands when you were 14. Is this a true fact we, about you? We actually moved around a lot when I was a kid, but yes. I, finished, I basically, I say I grew up in the Netherlands. Because right. even though that sounds like you're almost done growing up, because of things that we're going to get into, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> because of the way that my parents um, sort of blocked out any signals from the outside world into the house, yeah. I didn't really start knowing the outside world till I was about 14. Right. And also the fact that she's moved around now means that this podcast is international. It's exciting. So, well, first of all, let's ask about your house was... What, popular culture didn't influence your house? Well, let's, let's strip it even further back. Did you have electricity? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, yeah, we did because my mom was a computer programmer. So oh. we, we were completely and utterly connected to computing and, and the internet, all of that, long before everyone else probably was. Uh, but we weren't allowed to watch anything live unless they were with us. So yeah. <laughs> remember growing up, we used to watch the Cosby show every Thursday at eight. <laughs> <laughs> that passed. I don't know. That was all right. Uh, but, but other than that, everything else. So when, when we watch TV, we were only allowed to put, she would pre-record things on, on um, VHS. And then we were allowed to watch that. And, and often if she was watching it live herself, she would record it. And then as soon as the commercials came on, she would stop the record and then restart the record so we couldn't even see the commercials. Right. This isn't weird to me because I've talked about this before on one of the episodes um, because I love Neighbours. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to bond. Oh, oh. Are we're we best bond. now? Yes, because... You, 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 you so, can go if you want. Yeah, so, so the biggest exciting thing for me when we lived here in the UK um, was going to friends' houses because between like 5 and 6 or 5.30 and 6.30, mm. everything would stop and they'd watch <laughs> these two shows. And yeah. I'd be like, what is, the, what is this? So you, you get to watch that through your friends then? Yes, yeah, so okay. I'd only get to see like one episode every like a month I yeah. get to see one episode Home and Away just never grabbed me I don't know what it was they just, they just weren't there Home and Away filthy it just wasn't right you know what I mean just, I don't know it just, oh. I was allowed to watch Neighbours what would happen is my mum would watch it at lunchtime and record it and if there was any sign of any like sex talk or something to do wow. with drugs she would record over that section with ads and then let me watch the edited version. <laughs> okay, can we, can we talk about that? Because I can't even figure out how to put another bit of a video over a bit in a video just to put it on Instagram. So how did she figure out how to put ads over ads right. on a VHS? That's amazing. Yeah. This is where boomers are enigmas because my mum uh, wouldn't have started doing online banking if it wasn't for, for the pandemic. But she could do that. She could edit Neighbours. Well, this is it. Which some would say Neighbours struggle to do some weeks. (laughs) Okay, 
you never watched it, okay? Yeah, I've never watched I watched the last episode. I know you could have edited that. <laughs> My first crush was on Neighbours. <gasps> Who's your first crush? Guess. Uh, oh, Scott. No. Oh, uh, oh uh, Mike. Who? Oh. <laughs> I only got to watch it once a month. <laughs> <laughs> Harold? <laughs> Charlene. Jane. Bouncer. <laughs> Bouncer was, was that gorgeous. a dog? Yes. Was that a dog? Okay, yeah. fine. So, Toby. Toadie. No, Toadie. no. Um, it was uh, Todd. <gasps> oh, but Todd. Todd. I I got to see and him Phoebe. once when I was like nine, and I just went. I love this. I love. That this was man. one of the scenes my mum edited where they had sex for the first time. I, I had no idea they'd had at five thirty five p.m. <laughs> before Wales today. <laughs> Andy got her pregnant, didn't he? he, he didn't did. he get? I yeah, mean, so I, she was pregnant, and I had no idea how. <laughs> well, have you read the Bible? <laughs> Similar sort of thing. So I saw this. I saw this boy once on Neighbors at a friend's house. Uh, fell madly in love with him, and then he left Neighbors. Right? Um, yeah. No spoilers. He died. Uh, <laughs> then he came back as a ghost because that's totally Neighbors, right? But it, and then I, I was like, I was heartbroken because like, this was the only connection. I had this one very thin connection to this actor. And then I found out the reason he left is because he was coming to the UK where I lived and he was going to host Saturday Night Live. No. <laughs> Saturday Live, morning Saturday Live, Live and Kicking. Is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think he was going to come and host Live and Kicking I with his he. best friend, Sean Penn. This is like my yes. grandfather telling a story. <laughs> this is <laughs> He played Robin Hood in that in Once Upon a Time. He disappeared for years. He was so big. He was like so big. Everyone's like, Sean, he's cute. I'm like, no, no, Todd. Um, and then Sean thingy. And then they were gonna come over and they're gonna host it and, and it was gonna start in, in August of whatever. And that's when my parents were like, We're moving. No. And I was gonna I was gonna go into London well I was nine, I couldn't say. <laughs> I was I like, I'm gonna go into London and it's gonna I don't remember him pre- presenting live and kicking. Does he, I no, it never happened. Oh. I, mean, I don't know why it never happened, but he ended up in Tomorrow's World. Not the not the tech <laughs> one, but the weird the weird sci fi show oh, that the kids did. you did, know, where right. they were like, you know, yeah. we're, we're we're kids and we're dirty. Um that's <laughs> all I, I didn't I was never allowed to watch it. I just remember they were often dirty. Um not in a not in a tape over sure. with ads kind of way. Do you mean the tomorrow people? Tomorrow people, tomorrow people. Yeah. thank you. I thought that was this is this not the point of the <laughs> Here, someone remembers the tomorrow people. Thank We're all you. friends now. That one, yes. Thank you so much. I'm going to throw out the random. So, what I have in my head is absolutely no knowledge of anything or any connection to anything, but I would just see it once and just sort of bank it in my database and just be like, as if I lived in a base. I, I tell people I was raised in a basement. I wasn't raised in a basement. Like, we had the whole house, but because. <laughs> <laughs> So, but because of this really strict tech blackout mm. that she had or outside world black. So even things like, you know, I didn't hear the news. I didn't like all of my music tastes are from my mom's record collection because that's what we would listen to. So, so everyone else was going off on Oasis and, and whatever, you know, and, and, yeah. and I was there going beach boys, anyone beach boys. <laughs> my first concert was Neil Diamond. That's, and I was so excited. <laughs> And I went with my mom. <laughs> but were you surprised when he turned up on stage and was an older man? 
<laughs> because if you'd have been re- just seeing and hearing everything from Frozen in the 70s, as it were. I'll be honest, it, it was, I was so far away. It, it could have been somebody else. All right, it was a big stadium. <laughs> so when you moved to the Netherlands then, what kind of culture was there compared to the UK? So like in terms of TV and stuff, if you got to watch something, so, what was going on there? Okay, so, in it, so um, the Netherlands in some ways is very advanced compared to the UK um, in terms of tech. Like when I went over there, they already had chip and pin, which we don't have, well, which we have now. So chip Wait, and were, pin. When you were a teenager? They had chip and pin. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, the seriously, first, there, are, there are some shops in Machanseth that don't have chip and pin, right. No, they had chip and pin. And then also, um, I remember the first time we went to our GP and, and they went, okay, you're going to need this prescription, whatever it is. And we went, okay. And we sat there. And we looked at her, and she sat there, and she looked at us, and we looked at her, and she's like, you can go now. And we went, but we, we need the prescription. And she went, I've already sent it to the pharmacy. <laughs> we went, just mind blown, just mind blown, just going, I'm sorry, what? You did what? And they, yeah, they, she sent it. She just went, it's in the pharmacy up the road. It'll be ready for you when you get there. You're and they lit. do, and she would email it to the pharmacy, and they would do that, and you just go in and collect it. It was so efficient. Do you know what so you were efficient. You were in your own version of Tomorrow's People. Yes, yes. <laughs> All I needed was the dirt. Yeah, no, it was, it was, so over there was that, but television was way behind. So, um, my, both my parents were working and that left us alone. And also, you know, I was in high school and they sort of went, oh, we can leave them alone. And they, they would. And the only stuff, there's a lot of English television on, Dutch television because they subtitle everything. Even in the cinema, if you go and watch Marvel, it's subtitled, which is why the Dutch are so good at English. They start teaching their kids when they're, I don't know, five or six um, English, and, and that's why they're fluent by the time they leave school. Uh, even children's television is subtitled after a certain point. So Teletubbies might be dubbed, but any of, you know, uh, well, Tomorrow's People would have been subtitled. So that, you know, seven, eight, nine years old, you're, you, if you want to watch it, um, you, have, you have to learn how to read Dutch or learn the English. Either way, it's a win-win. So <laughs> the English TV shows were all from the 70s. So I would come home after school and watch The A-Team <laughs> and MacGyver. <laughs> Todd Landers, you're dead to me. <laughs> Be still my beating heart, MacGyver. Uh, yeah, I had a crush on MacGyver and I had a crush on um, Murdoch. <laughs> but you were in an American school, yeah. there, were you? So w- were there any big American influences? Was it, was it like going to yeah. the school in Saved by the Bell? Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was... It, well, I wanted, you know, having watched... You know, we always... Wa- we were watching all these high school... You know, you were hearing about American high school stuff and all the movies and things like um, Mean Girls and all that kind of thing. And you go, oh, I want the American high school experience. So I told my parents when we moved, I'm like, I'm going to the American school. We had a choice between an American, there was a British one, there was a German one, there was a French. There were a lot of schools. Um, and, and No Dutch schools. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, well, actually, so we moved over. And my father's German. And the company he moved with considered him to be a local hire because he's German. They're like, okay you've come over from England so your kids can just go to the local Dutch school and he went they don't they're not Dutch they can't they don't speak Dutch and so we were one of the poorest kids in that school because they would refuse to pay the full fees for us to learn for us to school in English they only ever paid half so my father had to pay half of our school fees 
in order that we could continue our education, oh, wow. which meant that, you know, so we went to the American school, but we, you're, we're talking about, these are the international schools where some of these kids' parents are, are diplomats. You know, they might be moving every two to three years, but their houses have lifts in them. So, you know, checks and you, know, you know what I mean? Swings and roundabouts. You don't get any friends, but you don't have to ever climb a stair to go to bed. And then the companies would fly them back to whatever their home state was twice a year for Christmas and summer. Like, they just lived these charms lo- charmed lives, and I would walk to school. Or even here's an example. I joined the swim team. Um, <laughs> but my parents, being local, were just like, well, we're not getting up at 6 a.m. to drive you to swimming. You can bike there. We live in Holland. <laughs> it's flat. What's the problem? Um, and so I would get up at 6. I mean, and to be fair, I only joined the swim team because there's a boy on it that I had a crush on. But anyway, it, this is how we do it, right? It's this the is only, how we do it. It's the only reason I've it's ever reason. done sports. Right? Yeah. It's also, you seem to be accidentally training for a triathlon here. <laughs> <laughs> if someone nicks your bike and you have to run home, you've done it. <laughs> Can you give me a moment? I need to update my CV. Um, I'll be right back. So I would bike there in the morning and then do this swim badly. And then uh, <laughs> I was a synchronized swimmer. I was not a distance swimmer in my defense. Uh, anyway, so I would do the swim, swim thing. And then I would have to bike home again in order to like get changed. Well, you could shower there and get changed and everything. But I'd have to, in order to get to school on time, I had to bike home to in order to get to school because I didn't have a car, but everyone else's, every, all the other kids, their moms didn't work because the dads were working. So the moms were just housewives, you yeah. know, living the life. So they would all bring their kids to swimming while we were swimming. They'd set up this massive breakfast banquet in the, you know, in the leisure center cafe. And then all the kids would like get ready for school and, you know, and all that American high school stuff with the hair dryers and the, <laughs> and then they'd all go out and sit there and eat this wonderful breakfast. And I'd be like, bye, I have to go and I have to oh. bike. And I'd bike, I'd bike back home again and then race to school. <laughs> so ch- that's the, that was the difference. So we've, it yeah. was, so it wasn't, it wasn't like I went in there and just. So you kind of partook, but also didn't. It's yeah. Like so I was, yeah. It, I wasn't totally, I wasn't totally in the environment because yeah. I had one foot in one foot out yeah because culturally and and okay full disclosure like you're not supposed to be 14 at, at the in the year I was in you were supposed to be 16 so also I think that might be the other reason oh, like full disclosure I was too so, young so are you a genius no oh. <laughs> no no it's just that's how far you can get if you don't waste time on things like boyfriends and oh friends, okay you know I'm just thinking about if they'd left Neath Leisure Centre to put on a breakfast for kids. <laughs> that would have been a bag of chips and a slush puppy. <laughs> and that would have been it. Of an indeterminate colour. <laughs> We're heading for the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> so considering- Can I have a bag of chips and a slush puppy? <laughs> that sounds amazing. Do you know how much faster I would have swum with a slush puppy? <laughs> and then you could tell who's peed in the pool. <laughs> Blue. There it is. Considering this quite, um, I don't know, this, uh, you've been kind of in cotton wool, wool in terms of, of el- not electricity, sorry, yeah. technology. Um, when was the first time you used the internet? Do you remember? Was it quite late? Well, or did you have the internet because of your parents? Like, super- you know, it, I mean, it, this is so weird. Like, my parents were, were weird in what I was allowed. So they didn't have, so whereas your mom was like, nope, sex can't, tell. my parents were the opposite. They were just like, sex is normal and natural. They walked around the house naked. One of the first video games I ever played was Leisure Suit Larry. And it, <laughs> yeah. I've never, whoa, 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 I've never heard of this. Have you heard of this? They didn't do it in Welsh. <laughs> 
Only... <laughs> Please explain what that is. Well, I don't know why you couldn't do it in Welsh. She just shits and fucks people. I don't know. Like... She does. You walk around this. You have this little like sixteen-bit character, and he walks around in his little hat and glasses, and then he goes in the toilet and he sits down and he poo. Well, that's what I did. That's all I knew to do. Sorry, make him poo. Every Samuel in this room. Did you all play it? Yeah. No. But you knew about it. No. Oh. Oh, you said it with the sort of vibe of someone who knew about it. Oh, that's interesting. I'm so. Your parents are so confusing. Yeah. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, really so, confusing. So did you have some sort of internet in your house when you were younger then? Did, was there something where you could... My parents must have, I, I guess. My parents did. I, when I went to uni, we were writing papers in the community computer room. Like, I didn't even have my own computer. Right. You know, so I'd have to go. I remember being there till 4 a.m., Mm. Yeah, trying to finish things off, and then <laughs> that was in Scotland. So the printer was so old; it had you know it had holes on both sides of the page. <laughs> <laughs> so you can file it really well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was me and a bunch of kids from the Highlands, um, which is why they had the provision there, is because there were kids genuinely coming from very remote regions of, of Scotland that just didn't have it, and it was all of them and me. Mm. Not so. Even though my mom was a computer programmer, <laughs> I wasn't. Things I wasn't and, equipped. And also, I'm just imagining her now working from home as a computer programmer, naked. That's kind, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting I'm from gonna your I'm going to be honest, right you're not far off. <laughs> <laughs> as, as she often said to me, I only wear clothes because society says I have to. <laughs> She's a very free woman. I don't, I don't need your father. I just like having him around. <laughs> She's a very straightforward woman. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm diagnosed autistic, and my mother's definitely spectrum adjacent. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she's never going to actually get fully diagnosed. But I went, where did it come from? Oh, there it is. There it is. When my youngest was born, she came to hospital, and I said, Mom, he's ugly. She went, oh, thank God you said something. I wasn't sure how to bring it up. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's my mom. But no, it's my dad who thinks I get my comedy from him. And I'm like, you're German. I don't. I very much don't. Um, did you, so did you have to make your own fun then? Like, did you, did you ever do Knock and Run? I wasn't. <laughs> did, okay, did anyone here mm. ever play Knock and Run? Oh, oh my God, right, here we go. I was trying to think if I was allowed out. <laughs> No, I, I didn't... I mean, by the time... No. Okay. no but I, I, you have to have someone to play that with, surely. Right. It's not fun by yourself. You can do it on your own. Yeah. But, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Yeah. Because we were talking, weren't we, when we were putting the show together, like, I think that, like, prank calls and knock and run is very much a Zenial thing. Right. Like, stuff that... Ha- sorry? The Grand the National. The Grand National? Oh! oh jump over hedges. I'm not au fait with the, the terminology. <laughs> Did any of your friends fall and were later shot? <laughs> but no, you told me a horrific Did, story about not Shall I tell the story? Because it's, it's relevant. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, it happened in Machalthaf. Oh, right. <laughs> so it's very relevant. Okay, go on. When I was twelve, I dated this boy um, for nine months. It was my first long-term relationship. We only went to the cinema like once a week. We didn't talk or anything like that. Um, and he he came up to Machalthaf with a friend one weekend. I think they were playing football up here, and they played knock and run. And my boyfriend lost the top of one of his fingers in someone's letterbox. <laughs> And he's here tonight. <laughs> Are we reuniting him with his finger? <laughs> no, he, he lost, lost it. He lost they it. They just had to sew, sew the, the tip up. Like, yeah, it was horrific. I so d- he lost it and then went... I don't know he's why I'm off. being interrogated about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to get my head around this. So his parents were like, let's go... Let's well, they, they were playing football or something up here. There's like a tournament up here. Okay. Like and school's tournament. Right. And, and at some point, he manages to have enough time to not just play the tournament, but also go knocking on you know strangers' doors. You know what boys are like. And you forget how bad PE teachers are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kids have gone. I'm sure they'll come back. And, like, and one of them comes back. They're like, "Well, he's 95 percent there." <laughs> Did you dump him? Is that why you don't go out with him anymore? Because he was. Oh no, that, that made him like a bad boy. I was even more into him then. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, Gareth, please ask another question. <laughs> uh, do you remember where you were when Diana died? Yes. Everyone always does. Yeah. Go no on. hesitation. <laughs> I was at a sleepover. Yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of sleepovers. Yeah, there have. And we watched um, The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> and, on, and before you knew or after? No, so we... we so, um, <laughs> so, so I was not allowed to go out. Oh, here's I wasn't allowed to go out on a Friday, but I could do sleepovers. So I'd go sleep over at my friend's house and then we would go out. Um, and then she would drink because it was Holland and I would have sugar. Uh, and that would be about the same effect. Uh, and then we'd come back and we would piss ourselves laughing at The Exorcist. Try and The Exorcist is actually a very funny movie um, if you're under the right influences. So if you're not finding it funny, maybe try crack. I don't know. You're just not... You, you just haven't prepped yourself correctly for it. But it is actually because it's, you know, because it's uh, 1970 or whatever and the, and the, the effects aren't as as modern it is actually when she gets there and just goes <laughs> like I don't know I mean it's a wonderful metaphor for puberty anyway so so we watched that and then and then we, we fell asleep and when we woke up in the morning she was dead it wasn't our fault though right <laughs> like we didn't do it who no. told you the news oh so, so you watched the I news think, I think I, yeah I don't even know That's how because I remember <laughs> yeah we were in her attic um, and so we were sleeping in the attic it's basements or attics with you isn't it <laughs> Can't be a ground floor. <laughs> we were in a Dutch attic. Um, <laughs> and and I don't know, I don't remember how we found out, but it must have been because she ha- she had a telly, and it must have been like on every channel. Yeah, doesn't matter. You know, it would have just cut across children's television, everything. Yeah. In the Netherlands, like this was big news in the Netherlands as well. It was big news everywhere. Mm, like yeah. it was huge. Every because before she died, she actually traveled the world, so a lot of people knew her. So were people into it? Like I've never thought about this, but like, in in European countries, were they like? This is a big news story. Or all did they go, look at those crazy Brits? Do you know all European countries, especially those with monarchies, have a certain relationship with every other monarchy? I think yeah. probably because they're related. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're kind of going, yeah. our cousins over there did this. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it was everywhere. I, this is definitely a story for another day. I accidentally went to the Swedish royal wedding. <laughs> 
they're opening a big um, IKEA shop in Oxford Circus. Oh. It's taking over where the top shop used to be. Oh, I, I am love more that top excited shop. than I can than I can say. Oh, oh yeah. I okay. Loved it. Moment of silence for top shop. Please. Who <laughs> loved who but. hang on, no. Who <laughs> 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 Who loved the top shop on Oxford Street? Oh, okay. Are we explaining to a are you Gen Z? Gen A. You're Gen Z. We're explaining what Top Shop is in the front row here. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> My whole personality was built on Top Shop. <laughs> it was like Zara, but hipper. Yeah, Cooler. It was yeah. cool. <laughs> I'm wearing hoop earrings today. Like, it, they're back in. Do you remember buying hoop, massive big gold hoop earrings? No. No, I no. Gareth. Well, well, what happens is when we do these live ones, Esther and I go. We should dress like we did in the nineties. So Esther gets to wear hoop earrings, and I wear my school uniform. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I wore in the nineties. Do you you know what though? Though all of the um, kids your age-ish are now buying quote vintage pre-love stuff. They're just like, oh, we're so hip and we're saving money and the rest of it. And I'm like, all for it, but everything that they're buying and they're calling it vintage is from the (laughs) nineties. They're wearing high-waisted trousers and little crop tops. And I'm just sort of going. This is I know. very they, Black Mirror. And they, yeah, but and they get the, to pick the best stuff from the era as well. So they're not wearing the shit stuff. No. Yeah, because like, what, what did you used to wear then? Oh, I was not hip. I I, I had one of my nicknames was Rainbow Warrior because I used to have this rainbow crossover jumper and I used to wear that a lot. <laughs> uh, what else did I? I mean, because as a teenager, like uh, I was very into like leggings, uh, Doc Martens, and very kind of flowy, velvety like tops. You know, it took me it took me years to get my mom to convince my mother to buy me a pair of Docs. Really? Yeah, she they just wouldn't do it. Though. They were expensive, and she wasn't convinced. Yeah. And then I got I got deep red ones. <gasps> I got deep red ones, which were just so different to everybody else's I, at the yeah. time. I mean, now you can get any color, but mm. at the time, those were just they were rare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> leggings, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm trying Chokers. To think. I definitely had bangs. Oh yeah, a fringe. I yeah. definitely had a fringe, but that was more to cover sins of the hormone um, <laughs> than fashion. Actually, what product did you use for acne? Oxy. Oxy I wasn't. I wasn't allowed to wear any. I wasn't allowed deodorant, and I very much <laughs> smell. So, like, like if you come to my show, give me a moment after it before you come up to me because I'll need to like calm down. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I smell with adrenaline, and I've always had that problem. And I stunk throughout high school. And my mother is is Filipino, so she doesn't believe in period pains or or body odor. Because she doesn't have any, uh, and so I wasn't allowed deodorant because roll-on clogs your pores, and the spray does—I don't know what—gives you cancer or something. I wasn't yeah. allowed it at all, so I got bullied for that the whole time because oh, she wouldn't let me have any. We're back into basement territory here. We, again, yes, right? I, I know she's not coming across well, but uh, but you know if you ever meet her, just bear in mind she doesn't smell. Uh, so. so. That's a plus. <laughs> she was a very unusual woman. When my sister started getting period pain, she didn't believe her. She thought she was faking it because she didn't think they existed. If I haven't experienced it, it doesn't exist. So wow. there's also no God. I hate to break that to you. But, um... <laughs> well, I haven't asked you this, Gareth. Did you ever wear links? Oh, it was the sort of thing that when you turned about 15, everyone got you for Christmas. Yeah. So I would say that I ended up wearing links from the months of January to April. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think I think you could probably tr- and then and then you reach my birthday, in which case then so there's probably like the seasons are effectively Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so so hang on, is it the first of May today? Tomorrow. 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 Oh, so so you're off the links tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Off the links tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that that would be that would be my experience. Yes, there were. Yeah, it always came as presents, and it still does. Yeah. It still does. In fact, I got one a couple of years ago, which was the 25th anniversary box set of Links Africa. <laughs> Makes you feel old, right? Yeah. yeah. What was that? And even Links must be going. We've done this too long. What? What do they? What's in the special 25th anniversary pack? Like a condom? What did they put in there? <laughs> no, it was the set. It's the the shower gel and the spray. They've really stuck to a formula. The but shower gel and the and spray. spray so, yeah. so in case it washes off in the shower, yeah, you can yeah, reapply you can it reapply afterwards. The smell of links. Yeah. Ooh, sexy! <laughs> wow. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to depress you with some of my answers. Like, I'm genuinely okay. All right, I am fine. I am a comedian for totally different reasons. <laughs> The Zennial Dome, as a show, okay. uh, one of the things we do is that we are creating a dome into which we are putting items which represent the Zennial experience. Ooh. So we've had iPods, and we've had mini discs, and we've had things that don't carry music as well. Uh, had, like the contraceptive pill? We've got the contraceptive pill Imagine from Jess Imagine if Phillips. they did carry music. <laughs> <laughs> but if there was something that would represent zenial experience that you could go oh that's a thing that I would put into a museum the choice I would always put in is the box I carried out of an office in the day I was made redundant <laughs> because that feels like a very zenial thing <laughs> to take things home in a box oh because yeah, you know, there was no, no hot desk no, is that be, why being made redundant because Gareth and oh. I were both made redundant really in yeah. 2008 because yeah. you're zenials yeah. It's and discrimination. There was more to it. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I've got over oh, it. It happened to so many of us. Though. Oh, okay. yeah. Like, I was living with someone at the time. Like, we worked together and we were also housemates. And we got made redundant from the same company on the same day. So, it, it, yeah, yeah, it was endemic. Can we just put Christian Schmidt into the dome? Oh, because, yeah, you I could. mean, he, he ended up in some Navy thing. Um, <laughs> Navy. Navy. Sh- no, not, not literally. Not literally. No, there was some show. Thing is, you know, I, I didn't... So lost track of him, moved on to right. MacGyver and didn't think about him twice <laughs> for many, many years. And then just suddenly, randomly, I don't know, looked him up. And he was in a boat, a boat show, uh, you know, a show about... I don't the Coast Guard or something in Australia, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay, so we could put him in the dome because he has, as he was, because he he still looks like that." Could he be I like a guide in the dome? He could be a guide. He could be an exhibit. We could have him stuffed. I'm very easy. <laughs> 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 on a plinth. Yeah. <laughs> Can we have him appear as a ghost, like he did in that last episode? Oh yeah, like you know, it's on a hologram. Be, is that, yeah, like an experience in the dome. You're walking through, and you get this immersive experience of Todd Lander's ghost. Yeah, great. I'm, ha- I'm very happy with this yeah, as an idea. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. of course. The other question we like to ask people is, is there anything from the Xenial, uh era that you would like to confine to the bin to never see again? Well, so, ha- is, is shoulder pads too old? No. Shoulder pads are horrendous, I think. Yeah. Is that... Yeah. Is that not? Is that not... Oh, okay, nobody agrees. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me try. <laughs> come, come on, no. I, I just think, I think they're, they're awful. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know... Because actually, I feel that that shoulder pads got in the way of feminist progression. 
Well, I don't know who. Thank you. One person who gets what I'm saying. Thank you very much. But the, but what I mean but is I, is that we gave women shoulder pads. They all walked around just going, I have power. I'm such an amazing person. But actually, it, it was an illusion. It was all an illusion while men just kept taking more. And I was like, nah, nah. That, just, that, was, a, that was a 15 years wasted on shoulder pads where we could have been you know, using that contraceptive pill to good use. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, because I don't know a single woman who goes to the gym or goes on a specific diet to get broader shoulders. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Right? Um, but nor do we squat at the gym in order to give better childbirth. So let's just put that into perspective as well, you know. What, what, um, <laughs> what, did you squat when you gave birth? Sorry, this is a very different podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't have to answer that. Though. That's so 1970s. No, um, yeah. uh, no, I didn't. Let me think. Um, no, I couldn't. I had an epidural for the first two, and you can't feel your legs, so you Literally. have to be on a bed because yeah. you, you can't. Mm. Uh, and then with the third one, they I wanted the epidural, um, and I went in at three. And I'm going to tell you this story. I know you're probably kind of from the podcast, <laughs> yeah. but you're getting it for free. I mean, right? we've, all, we've already <laughs> done the finger cutting thing. We are well. <laughs> if this doesn't stop you getting a girl pregnant, I don't know what will. Okay. <laughs> This, I tell you what, 100% effective this is contraception, all right? I went in at 3 a.m., right, to give birth to... This was the ugly baby that I told you about earlier. So, um, obviously, I didn't know it until he came out. But So, I go in at 3 o'clock in the morning, right? I'm in labor, clearly, and they, and they said, how do you want to do this? And I said, listen, I've already had two kids. I didn't feel any of them come out. I don't see why I should feel this one come out. I would like an epidural when the time comes. They went, that's fine. About 9 o'clock, I went, okay, I'm struggling now. I'd really like the epidural. They went not a problem uh, other than the fact that they haven't actually arrived. Um, they hadn't been delivered. And I went, you're kidding me, right? Like, I'm, okay. And then we waited. It took three hours. I don't know what happened, but three hours until they delivered the epidurals. And they said, okay, we have some good news and some bad news. The good news in the, ep the epidurals are in. The bad news is we only have one as anesthesiologist and he's with the C-section right now. So then I had to wait another hour. When he finally came in, I was so far progressed that they did put the epidural in, but it didn't fully work. And they put it in and they said, okay, well, we could just wait 20 more minutes and then try again. And I was like, no, fuck this shit. I'm pushing this out, <laughs> right? And so I pushed it out. And I was on, so I was half epiduralized, oh. so I couldn't squat either. But I did feel it in that that, oh, yeah, thank God. you again. Same woman. <laughs> I had an epidural, which means I was numb from the tits down, but my brain was totally there. So my brain was just like, that's a nose. That's, oh, that's, yeah, that's an arm. That's a finger. That's a toe. Oh. I have to say, uh, numb from the tits down. <laughs> so, sounds like the album Radiohead never released. I was going to say, it would be... <laughs> It'll be reviewed in one of these magazines we distributed. <laughs> I do you know what? This feels like a real watershed moment as well because we've never had a Zeniel birth story. No. So it's opened Though the floodgates now, quite literally. Oh, hey. <laughs> Boom. There we go. We end on a quick fire round, but I am slightly worried that if you've been in a basement or the Netherlands... <laughs> It was an attic sentence. in the Netherlands, okay? Um, how many of these you're going to recognize? Okay. Let's play the game. Well, but, okay, so I've acquired cultural knowledge afterwards. Does that count? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine, fine. Great, yeah, okay. Right. So this is gut reaction. Which ones you prefer of all oh, these things? Okay. okay. Um, Brittany or Christina? Brittany. Noel's House Party or Bruce Forsyth's Generation Game? <laughs> uh, generation Game? Okay. Mario or Luigi? 
Mario. Saved by the Bell or California Dreams? Oh, Saved by the Bell. Don't know what the other one is. <laughs> uh, university Challenge or Mastermind? Oh, it has to be Mastermind, but only because I won that one and I lost University Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Williams leaving Take That or Jerry Halliwell leaving The Spice Girls? Wait, which one did I like better? Or yes. which one did I hate more? Which events did you prefer? Jerry. They didn't miss Jerry. Do you know what I mean? Like, they missed Robbie. They didn't miss Jerry. No one was suddenly like, oh, no, girl power. Uh, you know, but, like, take that. We're just there going, oh, shit, now we need to really rely on Gary. And I'm like, oh. The fall of the Berlin Wall or all those teapots falling off a wall in changing rooms? That, that's a thing? Yeah. Was it an accident? Yeah. Well, it better be because people were cross. <laughs> So you're talking what, what, what about the Berlin Wall? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know the Russians didn't mean it. Um, Berlin Wall, I'll have to go with, but I want this teapot story. Oh, it's on, oh, it's YouTube. on YouTube. It's on okay. YouTube. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And finally, Machanleth or Abruswith? Oh, come on, that's hard. We're here in... in, in Machanleth. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And, <laughs> but Aberystwyth is so gorgeous. Yeah, and it's got and a it's beach. Also, and like, yeah. at least like and I come from an there, hour so a year, so you actually, can swim. So, actually, <laughs> so I'm from there. So, no, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to say know, I'm from there. Sure. I, I do have <laughs> Yay! A, yeah, I do. But this place is gorgeous. It's lovely. And, it, and it's got a parliament. Yes. yes. It did have a parliament. Yeah, we're in and it well again! So what's happening is um, every live show we do, and I say that um, with this having been the second one we've done, <laughs> we, we're going to get every guest uh, to do a quick course on the uh, Super Mario Kart. What's the, what version of the uh, Nintendo have you got, Gareth? The Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo. Classic. It will work. Oh, yay! We're doing, we're doing Mushroom Cup, yeah? Mushroom Cup, because basically Sunil chose the most boring course. <laughs> Look at the quality of the, uh, the technology. It's amazing. <laughs> the mushrooms going round and round. <laughs> this is the kind of commentary you can look forward to in the next uh, three minutes. <laughs> and this is 50cc, so it's going to be really slow. <laughs> Here we go. Big day, big day on the course. Great, great weather for it. Nice and dry and pixelated. Here we go. Donkey Kong is. <laughs> Don't look at Donkey Kong go. My God. And Princess Peach is uh, coming up. Oh, Yoshi's uh, coming up the rear. I've always wanted to say that. Uh, <laughs> I can see. I can see Mario's kind of. Oh. Back and forth, back and forth. Uh, here we go, we're on the road. We're finally on the road. Getting some sweet coins. Oh, off the road, on the road. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, <laughs> I've never commentated anything in my life. Can you tell? <laughs> here we go. He's still alive. Right, lap three. Here we go, lap three. I mean, Donkey Kong already knows he's won. Look at him. Go on, go on, put your foot down. We're seventh, eighth, eighth, seventh. Oh, sixth, we're coming up sixth. Oh, lap four. Oh, no. Okay, okay. oh, he, 
Mario's tiny. You're not doing too badly. <laughs> Donkey Kong has gone to the bar. Six years! What do you mean? Oh, we didn't have any. Last time, Sunil did it where he was the only player on the track. Right. Whereas Rhea's done it against lots of other people. Oh. So it wasn't a fair fight. Actually, do you know what? I think this is a very nice metaphor for female zennials. <laughs> and the fact that we, we grew up in the 80s and 90s and had to, you know, yeah. face a lot of obstacles. We had to be just as good, if not better, with way more. This is it. So I what's think my time better? 22 oh, seconds, God, no. isn't it? Per... <laughs> Time, if you want to. Oh, g- giving women preferential treatment. I'll God. take it. Yeah, do it. Take advantage. We'll do it. Can I tell them about my tour? You can tell them about well, your tour. Well, he sets it up. Can yeah, I tell you course. about my tour? Yeah, you right. can. I'm touring later in the year, and I'm definitely doing Cardiff, and I'm definitely doing Manchester. Um, where, where are you all from? <laughs> where? <laughs> Car- all right, great. In classic, oh, in classic. It, it, bless him, it's not his fault, but my graphic designer used a QR company to make my QR that then put a paywall up after he put it on there. So I'm just discussing with them how much they'll sell me that QR code for. So please use the website, but I will get the QR code up and running. Um, yeah, I know. Modern, modern issues. Your mum was right to keep you away from technology. <laughs> <laughs> and yet was totally happy with me marrying... No, she wasn't happy with me marrying a man that much older than me, but um, she was more than happy for me to have as much sex as I wanted. But when the moment I said, hey, I'm just going to marry one guy and have kids, she was like, oh, you have let me down. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. She said, you're supposed to practice with the first one, not have kids with the first one. And now 18 years later, I'm divorced. And she was right. <laughs> We're on the second here, time of asking. Here we go. So uh, this is Mario on the Mushroom Cup, and it's the first. It's the first track if you want to play at home, uh, which I imagine <laughs> everybody is doing. Um, also, if you are listening at home, you'll have noticed the music you're listening to is not the official Mario music. Um, it's whatever we could get cleared. So it's just something. <laughs> it's just something that beeps and sounds a bit eight bit. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, so, Ria Lena is actually, I think this is a pretty good yeah, shot of this She's on lap though. three now. Yeah, and this is a very confident take on the lap, yeah. I think. This is turning, this is a be- beautiful bit of work. A bit of, bit of time spent in the sand, but that happens in <laughs> racing. <laughs> this feels pretty decent, I think. I, I, I think, is this the final lap? Final lap, here we so, go. So, okay, come on now, let's see if we can... Oh, no, out the sand. Tube, round the corner. This is the final on, little... Go on, go on, go on, there's go like on. a U-bend right at the end. We're on 1 minute 23, one, 24, Well done. So, it was 1.25 for the whole course... But the fastest lap is 15.59, which sounds pretty decent to me. It does. What a lap. Yeah. Um, so, thank you very much for playing Mario Kart, Rialina. Um, can we get a big round of applause for our guest, Rialina?
was Ria Lena live at Machantleth Comedy Festival. Thank you very much to Ria Lena for coming and speaking to us. Thank you very much to Machantleth Comedy Festival for putting up with what turned out to be a much more complicated <laughs> setup than I think anyone had bargained for. Do you know the funniest thing about that is when we were setting up? You were dealing with a lot of tech issues just before we started. I yes. mean, there was a lot of intricacies to it. Um, the whole time you were dealing with that, which was probably for about a half an hour, I was just changing my costume like, <laughs> three or four times and getting up on stage and asking the tech person if my trousers were see-through while you were there with your leads and stuff. I think that, that perfectly encapsulates our relationship. <laughs> but actually, think, thinking about it, because when we do the live shows, I wear school uniform. You do, yeah. Because we're meant to wear what we wore in the 90s and I wore yeah. school uniform, so that's fine. But this actually goes to show that you work harder if you turn up in school uniform because you're not worrying about fashion choices. <laughs> Mr. Marnell was right, it turns out, all along. I was I was grafting oh. while you were there oh. on your little fashion parade yeah. on that tiny stage. But that was me in the 90s, worrying too much about how my fringe looked. And I was in school uniform trying to get Mario Kart to work. <laughs> um, Never changed, Gareth. Oh, I was absolutely furious that we put Realina on the wrong track at the start. <laughs> but there we are, you've heard them both now. Laura, who, who does our edit, was actually like... I was going to edit it out the first time, but actually it's quite good fun hearing you mess up. So there we are, that's in. Can't do anything about that now. But it gives a real feel for a live show, though, doesn't it? It's not all glossy and, you know, No, I think if there's one thing you can say about that, it was not all glossy. (laughs) Um, If you want to get in touch with us, you can on thezennialdome at hotmail.com or you can tweet us at thezennialdome. You can send us an Instagram on zennialdome. What have you got in front of you there? Which one of those things? (laughs) So on Instagram, um, after Gronya's episode, uh, we got a message from Peter James saying that he really loved the question that we gave her, Saved by the Bell or California Dreams. Because according to him, no one remembers California Dreams and he thinks it was the best. Do you remember it? Uh, no. Oh. No. I, 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 I recognised the name and I quickly searched for it and I looked at it and these look like a group of people I have never seen before ah. in my life. Whereas... Saved by the Bell, mm. even though I struggle to remember details, <laughs> I vividly remember it. Okay. There were a lot of like slightly indistinguishable kids. Yeah. And then Screech. And you're like, <laughs> oh, it's the one with him in. So you were always there. Also, Saved by the Bell ran for ages, and then they did Saved by the it Bell, is. the new class. Yeah. And then. And college. They went to college as well. Yeah, Saved by the yeah. Bell college years. Yeah. And then what did they do after that? I mean, for the sitcom to keep going, it would have to be someone with bells. <laughs> I don't know. But the thing with... Because personally, I don't think California Dreams was as good, but I would still watch it because it was one of those programmes that would be on over the summer holidays in the mornings. Yeah. Oh, so you would watch it. A lot of TV of the era yeah. was just, well, that's that's all we're getting. Yeah. For now, yeah. it's this or snooker seemed to be my childhood. <laughs> cricket um so th- thank you very much for that message i'm glad someone's sticking up for california dreams well there's one other thing i wanted to mention because this is something that i would i'd be i'd really love it if people got in touch about this it's really upsetting yeah so we have said every episode we ask our guests do you remember where you were where diana died and they're almost always at a sleepover weirdly mm. but that's by the way <laughs> everyone remembers or so we thought. Yeah. Um, someone told me this week, Victoria got in touch to say that she does not remember where she was when Diana died. 
And I was like, how can you not? This was... You must remember... No, she she cannot, for the life of her, remember where she was where Diana died. Twist in the tale, neither does her husband. What? I presume this is what they bonded over. This is what they've got in common. Two people. None of this makes sense. I know. Were they in a coma? They they didn't know each other at the time, as far as I'm aware. Separate, unrelated comas. This this is. I think this is what they had in common. Okay, because that nearly, nearly the whole premise of this podcast is based on this. This has been like the anchor because there's loads of stuff. Like like we talked at the beginning of this episode, I don't really remember the Beano when I was growing up. So there are certain things, certain references that we, not every Xenial is going mm. to get. But the Diana... <laughs> I know. Because it went on as well for ages. It's not like it just was something that oh, just happened. I, I'm in sure a day. she knows by now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. Maybe she doesn't. I don't think she's going, who's this? What? Why <laughs> only the day I saw her on Panorama? But that week, the week I, when I'm, she died. I'm, I'm sure the week, but I, I don't but think, I think it's the very... can't remember being the, the told news, of... Like the news breaking, as it were. If you don't remember <laughs> the breaking of a major news story, but one that you were around for, I don't want a load of Xenials getting in touch, I don't know where they were when Jeff King died. <laughs> um, I, would, I would really be keen to know, because I think that's quite a fun... It's very hard to ask people to get in touch about a thing that they haven't yeah. done. <laughs> But if you do not know what you were doing when Diana died, if you have no memory of it, um, get in touch. And we'll we'll start a Facebook group for you all to not remember things together. My God. Does she have siblings? Yes. Okay. I, I feel, I, I'm not going to let this go. Because <laughs> <laughs> we need to find out where she was through other people, I think. Right. Because so, I won't be happy. This is good, right. So this podcast is turning. <laughs> the next year is going to be like cereal. We're going to work out... <laughs> We're going to be in a car finding out if you can get from A to B in a certain time. Yeah, get phone records. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that has shaken me to the core. So, if, if, please do get in touch if you don't know where you were when Diana died. That is the end of the second series of The Zenial Dome. Um, so thank you very much for listening. If you, this is the first one you've listened to, Please go back and listen to the rest of them. Thank you very much to all the guests who've been on this series. Yeah, it's, it's been incredible who we've managed to wangle. And what they've said. Yes. Uh, who knew so many people had been on telly when they were kids? Yeah. I've really enjoyed that. Um, so thank you to everyone who's been a guest on the show. Thank you if you got in touch across the series. Um, we are already working on a third series and um, speaking to people about being on it. Um, so... Uh, stick around, like, subscribe to the feed is the first thing because um, we're hoping to have some news of live shows pretty soon. Yeah. And you're emailing about that now, I can I'm tell. I'm literally <laughs> emailing about it. So we're hoping to have news of live shows very soon. We're also going to be putting out mini episodes um, in the little gaps, which will be good. And i tell you what, can you do us a favour? We never mentioned this. And I've, I was listening in the car to podcast together, they're like, review us online and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> I've never asked anyone to review us online. We're so humble. Can you review us online? Because it's never dawned on me to ask. Do us a favour. If you've got this far, 
If you've got this far, there must be something in it. Uh, drop us a review online. It's probably a good idea. It's the kind of thing you meant to do, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, I'm just going to be on edge now to see what people write about us. <laughs> I don't remember where Diana died, and therefore I hate this podcast. Hi, <laughs> right, Victoria, we get it. <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening. We will be back very soon, and we'll see you then. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.